My name is Jack Oway. And I am Jay Oway. And we welcome you back to another episode of Like Dragon, Like Sun. Yeah, we're like a father-son super team. Yeah, not only that, but a weekly D&D podcast, with the exception of last week, unfortunately. Uh, sometimes life just gets busy, gets right? on top of you, things happen. But um, we're back. We are, and we are, we're back because, because we've got to choose a race this week that is clearly the best race to play right. in the game. And um, and here's my hot take for this week. Okay. Humans are boring, change my mind. Right. Well, I think it's important to clarify setting here, obviously when deciding what races, I mean, obviously what races are available, what they mean in the setting. Obviously, yeah, well look, and it, here's the story. And but. that's an interesting caveat to begin with because hey, DMs out there, why are you being all snobby about what players can play and can't play in your campaign? Hmm? Mm. You know, is it, is it well, really going to break your, your campaign? Is it if somebody's got a fire-breathing dragon as a PC? Yeah, no, I'll let him, I'll let him get away with it. I mean, if you're, if you're high enough level, you could be anything you want to be, right? I'm, I'm one of those DMs, frankly. Uh, I find the Ravenloft setting mm. challenging sometimes for... Uh, non-human type creatures to be in um although again arguments can be made i'm sure to say yeah my leonin would totally fit in there no problem yeah why not but well because it's a gothic horror thing set with (laughs) in barovia where people a lion person would be really really weird well let's think of an explanation obviously not now but i'd be like maybe i was like some guardian statue people people would see it as the beast it makes me think of like perfect yeah, like people would make it make me think like of Be- Beauty and the Beast, um, especially like the the '80s TV sh- version mm. of that, um, who is very lion esque like, um, and yeah, maybe just have to wear a cloak and hide all the time, and but people then be. Why pick Leonin? The features are so weak, and that's really our point today: is thinking about race features, because really all of these races are excellent. Yeah, in terms of what they can add to the story and what you can and I guess, tell with them, and i guess you know? that's the other thing like we we're in a time now where your your bonus to ability scores isn't really what we're talking about here mm. because there's plenty of ways now through tasha's that or, you can yeah. yeah choose a to you know custom origins and adjust your background you know f- so that you can make Something that, you know, that it's isn't normally, that's normally yeah. strong into something that's maybe smart instead. And, but with that though, you may choose to lose some of your kind of awesome racial feats, really? features. What was that? Where's that from? Well, don't we trade up some of these in our custom origins as well? No, I mean, you can just switch out strength, charisma, things like but that. But you still get to keep your breath weapon. Of course. Rather, that's holy dragonborn that's what you are as a dragonborn obviously not the greatest feature but if you were raised by halflings wouldn't you have luck instead (laughs) well it's a question as well as you know well what do like is certain features from races culturally given up like if my dwarf is raven raised by you know 
elves, do they really have dwarven combat training? I don't right, know but they would. But. It, well, but dwarven combat training is definitely a, a cultural thing, as probably stone sure. cutting in. Although you might be right to think then breath weapon may be more of a genetic thing. Like, I don't know if you anybody could just learn to breathe fire. Well, magics are out there. Whereas, but. you know, but there's other things like, okay, here's the thing I love about some of the, the classic uh, races. Mm. Dwarf, elf, gnome. Well, is gnome classic? Yeah. Many settings don't have gnomes. Yeah, it's weird. Um, they have they have feats that are dedicated just for, just for them. That's an extra little bonus on top That's of it. That's pretty awesome, right? You know, it's nice to have because not everyone has that. And certainly not yeah, yeah. all of your homebrew races will have those, you know, out there. Or custom lineages even. I mean, the Crawford himself said, you know... Even if it's like, oh, I was raised by elves or whatever, I'm elvish in my custom lineage, you still don't get those prerequisites for whatever feats you may want to select, which is more, obviously, feats are even considered an optional rule in the game. But I think they're they're a core thing to consider when picking your race as well. I mean, it doesn't define, obviously, the way you need to go, but I think looking at class or racial features can be a big part of deciding what your character is. Sometimes... It's you don't immediately see the story potential or reason behind any of like be a breath weapon or damage resistance or nim- halfling nimbleness or dark vision, you know. But if you can learn to utilize that for storytelling as well as mechanics, I think that's a great thing. But we're talking about what race is the most powerful, most broken. You can do the best. What's the best race to pick? Well, and if again, you want to your build, everything is everything in this. Again, you, uh, know. you know, there's a lot of caveats, but yeah. we are yeah. we are just trying to look a little bit at what I was trying to think a little bit was maybe to change the question here. Which racial trait, the thing that we can only get by choosing that race, mm. right? Things that are non-transferable. Which of those is best? Right. Uh, or maybe the, let's say which is the most ridiculously, coolestly broken or overpowered or I don't know how you want to think of it. But um, so like, let's just have a little look at, at some of the the racial traits that are there, right? Sure. Do you want to go through all well, of them? We can list, well, we can sort of list some of them. Well, sure. Like, okay. So first of all, many races not humans though which is why humans are boring almost everybody gets dark vision it seems well there's actually a lot of exceptions that people don't realize i know but halflings don't get it crazy. dragonborn don't I get know, it yeah but here so here's the thing like this is like this is so important in the game it seems almost <laughs> um that that suddenly you're like okay well that eliminates a whole bunch of races from our well there's ways you can get dark vision now i mean when the game first launched, it was very much so, uh, does your race have it or not? And that's it. That's all you get, right? There's some ways around it, but now more than ever, there's plenty of ways to get dark vision, you know? Mm. It's not limited to whatever race you might have. All right. Let's talk about the races that have dark vision, though. And of okay. those, which Well, there's one a has? lot of races. Do you want to go through all of them? or? <laughs> <laughs> well, we're just narrowing things down a little bit. It's like playing... All right. So, so we're eliminating everything off the bat that doesn't have dark vision? Yep. Oh, my God. What a what a you're missing out. All right, all right, tell me which one should be in there on the list that isn't that, that has dark vision. I'm just that, looking. I mean, I mean, halflings, obviously, really? What luck? You like lucky? You like brave? Grung nah. are so cool. Grung. Nobody's ever played a grung ever in any campaign. <laughs> They're fun. What? Well, you want to get rid of minotaurs? 
that what you're saying? Yeah. Minotaurs don't have dark vision. It's all right. Goodbye. No more Luxodons? Bye-bye Lux. Yeah. You know what? Again, who's playing Luxodons? I think you're missing out. No I more know. shifters. No more Kalashdar. No more changelings. No more tortles. All right. What's the difference between a shifter and a changeling anyways? Changelings are like total shape shifters and shifters are like animal so you is it the shifters lesser version the the and shifters are like wear touched essentially right you know? and they're ebron right well, but they're, they're, both well, they're, both e- they're both ebron and shifters are does, full shape it does seem to me like there's too much shifting in ebron yeah well the the shifters should have a different name like yeah, they, they should just be called the wear touched really yeah i think we'd be better and actually that they could have been dropped that could have been extended into uh van richten's sure why not and it could have been way more fun that to have over there lineage to have you know so it could be in fact be. hey dms out there who play uh sure. who are thinking about running a ravenloft game offer your your players a chance to be shifters your dampier could be instead of a vampire more werewolf like yeah and you just or, flavor that or bite you as... just let them use the shifter thing they get dark right. vision and shifting what is shifting exactly how Shif- good is I mean, shifting it depends on the thing the subclass but do you think shifting be, is is a is a killer feat a fee i mean by this you mean feature right yeah Not a feature feet. killer feature. i mean each one each subclass gives you okay, as it determines as your... a bonus action you can okay. assume a more bestial appearance right that sounds kind of gothy you could do that sure transformation lasts for ooh one whole minute or until you die or revert your appearance as a bonus, bonus action so it's combat based right anything that's one minute is typically saying okay look sure. you got 10 turns do what you want with it when you shift you gain temporary hit points equal to your level plus your constitution modifier which isn't tons um you know enough to take one additional hit possibly uh and you also gain additional benefits that depend okay so that depends so the beast there's like four different ones right beast hide is like bears boars tough creatures could do like rhino or sure. anything or could, this could be like your big rah, rah, so you get an extra d6 temporary hit points on top of the other hit point temporary you had on that and you get a plus one to ac which is actually a harder rarer more challenging thing to come about getting in mm. uh D, frankly plus one ac is kind of cool it's not bad for a minute for a whole minute Ooh. for a whole minute. but it's combat based which is when you're going to need your ac sure so good for casters yeah. i mean obviously the increase is not but good for um, everybody who long tooth are more if you want to be like you know into that damage dealing angry hulk outrage sure and then this gives you a d6 uh unarmed strike unarmed strike plus your strength modifier and which, you can just like bonus which, action which on top of if you were wanting to make a unarmed fighter type person that could really be fun or if you could do a monk shifter like that yeah it's all something. about these claws, strength fighters you know? it could be fun sure do um, yeah could be fun um then there's swift stride which is all about you know being you know running about faster faster which you could make an even monk that's already fast insanely ah, fast sure. um for combat time periods and whenever someone moves in 20, 10 feet of you as a reaction, or sorry, whenever someone ends their turn within five feet, you can up to 10 feet, no opportunity attacks. Right, which stacked on top of a being a rogue nope. scout. Nope, because those both require your reactions, so you, you they just interlap. Oh, so you can't stack that? No. You can't move. Well, if your DM's nice, they'd let you do 25 or whatever, but 
I doubt that most DMs would let you do that. Yeah, that's because most DMs apparently are not nice. <laughs> and then Wild Hunt, which is okay, so a more intuitive. So yeah. is is shifting the killer feature. It's not bad. It's it's, it's interesting. It it is actually. It's not it's not boring. Not at all. That is bef- definitely more fun than getting a plus one to all your ability scores. Or is it as fun as getting a free feat? I don't know. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know. But the thing is, the free feat, you know, the, the, I, I have built so many variant humans. And, and they're, they're all, all so good. It, they it have calls been. To you. They have been. But, you know, maybe those times have passed. Maybe those days are over. <laughs> maybe that's I argue behind us. Um, moving on from Eberron, which is a bit of its own microcosm although could find itself present in the setting i think i think i really would make an argument uh, if i was to become a player in somebody else's ravenloft thing to maybe try and work the shifter idea in there just a little bit because it could be fun <laughs> could be fun all right tortles does tortle have anything it's it does uh, not have night vision kind of my, uh it can hold opinion. its breath I, anyone can hold their breath okay tabaxis are hugely popular it must be because they've got something they've got one cool thing I think. Which is? Which is that once per turn until they have well, they can essentially on their turn double their speed. Yeah, but then the next one they can't. Move. Well, they can still move, but it's just if they want to use it again, they've got to take a turn not moving, right. which is not the hardest thing to do. But Yeah, no, because often in combat you'll end up stopping for a turn anyways, maybe. So, yeah, that's that's a thing, especially helpful if you are a... But If you want to get know. up there fast, if you want to get out there fast, it's always just fairly useful. No, Tritons. Nobody ever chooses a Triton. Is it because control air and water sucks really bad? Amphibious, breathing underwater, nobody likes that. Emissary of the sea, guardians of the depth. They have so many things. Dark vision. But once they got dark vision, I think people were happy with it. I think people were like. Is it a retcon to have dark vision? Yeah, and uh, Theros, they added it, and then it got ported in Tasha's. Wow. Imagine a a society which lives deep under the ocean doesn't have dark vision. Yeah, light. (laughs) Under the sea. Yeah. Just they live in darkness. Well, I guess they've just got lots of fl- flood lamps. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that's interesting. Yeah. I mean, they get a bunch of fun stuff. I mean, swimming speed at the gate. Like, better, way better than hold breath. Why don't turtles get amphibious? Why do they Why do they get the raw end of the deal? And why are turtles, like, lifespan so like, darn so short? So short. You think tortoises live forever, you know? Was Additionally, that, you get I feel like that was spells. a misprint. I feel like the 70 years, or was it 70 years? It was, like, 30 50 maybe or something like that it's like it's like they it's missed his, it feels like they missed a zero on it and, and they just left it maybe you know it was supposed to be hundreds of years but nah forget it yeah not only do you get cold resistance you can speak with all underwater creatures not pretty cool you get primordial for free you get uh like three spells using i mean charisma so not all characters have charisma but generally you get a free bonus to it as well if you're not swapping things out live up to 200 years i mean you get pretty much everything you need mobility you know utility lots of different spell options I mean, which the, are great at controlling just, it is board. neat i mean like and resistance fog cloud destroy the gate gust of wind at third level and at fifth wall of wall, water wall, wall of water. water can be super like so all three even, spells can even be so if you're huge you're playing the, a non-caster board. you get these three spells you could which are play a barbarian spells. and well we can't, you, you can't, can't, be raging. can't be raging while you do it but isn't that cool yeah it is pretty cool and yeah you're right it does have dark vision in here now pretty awesome 60 feet dark vision 
that's actually pretty good that's like superior dark vision yeah it's it's pretty good pretty good um, i honestly think that tritons are, are slept on they're one of the best i think in terms yeah. of just like the amount of features you get i mean obviously they're no lizard folk but they're still pretty stacked <laughs> but again when if we're asking ourselves i want to make something that looks kind of human mm. your tritons look kind of human yeah they could have blue skin if you want but again that's totally optional like there's no no yeah, nothing no in here that says sure. you have blue skin um that's totally up to you to color your skin whatever color you want to make it mm. um totally up to you it's not bad uh so you can be very human looking and yeah it does it doesn't list any other weird things like doesn't say oh you got webbed toes or funny gills on your neck or although if you again if you wanted to add those in i don't think we've got a lot of artwork for tritons or things but i think we maybe we do in some ways as well we have like all the aquaman yeah, sort of stuff sure. to draw or, from i mean you if you think like, like a spooky in fact the that the the more most recent Mar um dc aquaman which is pretty damn cool like building him as your fighter type is actually a pretty a fun model to build this off of again wh where why is nobody doing that that's so cliche the is aquaman it? though i think I know you could do a creature of the blue lagoon or is that what the movie was called oh you want to have like really <laughs> you could be all like <laughs> fish like you know what's with you wanting to play fish today what you said grung earlier isn't it grung a fish as those well? are frogs oh they're frogs this is just what dnd offers or trains could look completely human and perhaps they just have like a tie to a primordial being you know or like a a, a genie you know or something yeah, yeah. like that and you can i mean they're great for warlocks really genie warlocks make the perfect tritons you mm -hmm. know um or i suppose other way around trains make the perfect genie warlocks you know or fathomless both work um uh you want tea get some really powerful stuff but lore wise or not they, my and they look really human which again makes me then think are they boring well they're they're nowhere close to humans not only do they get dark vision and pretty good increase to charisma intelligence of course can be swapped out they also get lots of fun unique ways to cast spells they get poison spray which is a fairly weak and an immunity to poison on top of that and not only immunity to poison but advantage on all saving throws against spells and magical effects damn out the gate that's like that's actually kind of overpowered boom free immunity free advantage to literally all magical stuff three languages advanced dark vision yeah common abyssal and draconic not bad three yeah i mean everybody gets common and maybe you know what exactly you know the the one of the things i see a lot on twitter these days people think saying oh things that should be in sixth edition which i hate when people say but if i was to say things that should be in sixth edition i have things that shouldn't be common not everybody should have common i think no. common should be, should be called human it should be called human and it should be called the boring language <laughs> no no but they get such a fun version of um animal friendship which is you can use it infinite amount you can do it at will but you can only target snakes which i think is sort of hilarious like they're snake whispers but that's it they can only animal friendship snakes but hey more often hey who knows maybe snakes come up boom you're the guy and then yeah, also a suggestion maybe which a is little just less versatile than the furbolg's approach to it but yeah well, suggestion is always such a good spell never furbolgs don't really have animal friendship though furbolgs have just the ability to to two animals to, not understand to, yeah well to make animals understand them but not vice versa trains which, have that but just for fish but and actually furbolgs can have plants understand them as well true true and, and, and trains get fish trains get fish or anything underwater because everybody needs to talk to animals uh, and fish <laughs> moving on to uh orcs 
they have an orc in Alexandra. If we skip that, I think we skip regular orc. They're kind of like, they just they're not amazing. They get powerful build, which a bunch of people get. They just get dark vision. Aggressive is well, interesting. Powerful build. Let's think about this. Okay, so powerful build unique, is like, orcs, furbolgs, uh, Goliath. Do half orcs get it as well? I think to also do bugbears get it. Uh, yep. Bugbears get it. No, I don't think half orcs do get it. Maybe I'm wrong. Um checking now half orcs they don't get it exandria orcs get it your orcs get it well they're th still orcs yeah it's it's not the most rare well, well, thing powerful though. builds an interesting one right because it allows you to still do strong things for your party like carry things or lift or move things like with a strength 10 you're the equivalent of having strength 20 when it comes to carrying or lifting or moving things which can make you quite a powerful like strength character mm. even though you don't have to be a strength fighter you could still build a text a dex fighting build with it but with powerful build still you know be able to do cool strength things yeah totally um so powerful build i i would actually say is, is one of my more favorite uh sort of traits Abilities. apologies features. for our familiar our cat here. scratching in the background in the background sometimes you just need a bit of attention um other races which are fairly interesting i mean orc has got some fun stuff i mean primal interesting is just another skill proficiency which is never a bad thing to have um but otherwise aggressive is just a bonus action free move towards someone which can be nice but if you're typically playing a barbarian or something like that typically you want your bonus action ready for raging um and i believe you already get something like that with rage at higher levels where you can just instinctive pounce at the gate if you're using tasha's optional so whether it's super amazing, I don't know. There's other races out there. Speaking of other races, which are super interesting and colorful and weird, lizard folk. Yeah, no, these are your sort of favorite. Um, oh, it's I, not my favorite, but I think it's very interesting. But um, they have some. They have some very di different ones that uh, other races really. I mean, it almost seems like they have so many that the other races seem like a little bit like, wow, you forgot you about have nothing. You forgot yeah. to give them something. Yeah, I mean kind of feels that way with Leon and I was like where, where's all the cool lizard folk type stuff you know you get swimming speed a natural d6 plus strength modifier bite and and again why not for one minute like shifters do but for all the time yeah and here's an I mean, crazy idea but I mean once you establish that something like you know that powerful bite uh exists why not when they build Leon in give it to them too right I think they get claws. You got claws and hunter instincts and daunting roar, which is, let's face it, not so daunting. Well, there's other things out there which kind of do the same thing. First level spells, which do the same thing, you know, cause fear. Um, but they get such fun stuff like cunning artisan, where they can turn during a short rest anything like bone or hide from a beast, construct, dragon, monstrosity, plant to create a shield club a javelin you know d4 darts blowgun needles you know it's so fun you know like how crazy is that you know being able to make a shield make a club make a javelin you know i think it's just a maybe not the most like ultimate cool feature but i think it's really really interesting um hold breath is uh, two free proficiencies is pretty good um i mean from select list but still pretty good list an automatic ac natural armor with 13 plus dex modifier like it's kind of like automatic mage armor all the time which is nice um and then hungry jaws which 
is, I think, unnecessary, but cool as well. Bonus action, you can make a special attack. If it hits, you gain temporary hit points equal to your con modifier, um, which is, again, not a lot of con, like, not a lot of temporary hit points, but it's something, you know? Um, of course, it's a once per short or long rest, which is a bit of a shame, but hey, who knows? And then common and draconic, which makes you wonder a little bit about their lore, but... I think overall this race is kind of stacked with all sorts of speeds and bites and um, fun out of combat stuff and I don't know it's it's got a lot to it and it's the thing that often makes me steer clear is one it's not really present it doesn't make a lot of sense to play one in a lot of settings and two it's in the lore it's very it's like referred to as very cold and and reptilian in in nature which I typically don't I'm not a huge fan of when role playing. Um, I've done it sometimes, but I think it's, yeah. But I it's guess we don't have tough. you don't have to play it. No, nope, you don't need to that at all. You don't um, need to, but it's it's you know it's a good druid, which I think a lot of people think. Oh, this would be a good fighter. All the weapons I can make and AC. I, I think it's a good druid. But really. you know, we're overlooking the key, most awesomest feature you know trait that you can possibly have flight 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 <sighs> flight wins flight defeats every dm's no. traps no. flight gets over walls mm -hmm. flight solves agree there's so many things that if you can suddenly fly and not just suddenly fly but fly all the freaking time as an aarakocra you win no aarakocra is so lacking it just gets flight it has reduced just, movement just. speed just it, flight is everything, man. Look, once flight you hit fifth level, great. everyone like all, all wizards can cast flight, and it's faster than your flight. You can't even be wearing medium yeah, or heavy you don't armor. Have to be for a this. wizard with it. You can play something else, like you, what a, a rogue. Then have your you know your wizard cast fly on you. Yeah, but you don't have wings. Flight wings. isn't everything. I mean, it literally gets nothing else besides a D four unarmed strike, which honestly is. With the talons, yeah. you know, you you'd I'd prefer to use a dagger, frankly, because I can use dexterity for that at least. You know, where I still need to use strength for these claws. I don't know. Aracocra are really appealing because I do love birds, um, but they just look like eagles. Which I, I wish there was more diversity. I wish there were sub races here. I wish there was like owl folk and <gasps> there is owl well, folk coming. They're separate. I wish there was like you know songbirds and look? big wader birds. Do and, owl folks get you know, flight? They do. Complex. Owl folks get nimble flight. Thanks oh, to your is, wings, you. What are you looking at? Alpha? I'm at uh, the the unearthed arcana. <sighs> it's it's forfeit. What? It's all archived. You know that, right? Well, you can't it's see not it real anymore. You, yeah, well, just because you can't see it on D and D Beyond. No, Mister. In the past, if it's not on D and D Beyond, it doesn't exist. Now, what stance is this? Well, it look next week. The next week, or depending where you're listening to this podcast, very soon. No, Feywild's coming out, man. No, owl oh. folk are not part oh, they're of that. Not, they're they're part in, of the wizard school. Oh, one. they're in this, the... But uh, rabbit folk, perhaps. Rabbit folk are coming. Okay, well, let's say, but just for a second, owl folk will come. And with them, nimble flight. Uh, if they even get nimble Flying flight. speed equal to your walking speed. Which is 30 feet. When you fall, you can use reaction to make dexterity saving throw to stop falling and fly in place until the start of your next turn. Okay. Which is pretty cool. And Silent Feathers gives you proficiency in stealth, which is kind of fun. Well, that's kind of what owls do. Magic I wish, Sight, I too. I wish there was stuff What's like that. Magic I mean, Sight? Well, this is Unearthed Arcana, so it's not real. You can't You gain play the it ability yet. to cast the Detect Magic spell, but only as a ritual. 
Only as a ritual. That's funny. Um, uh, rabbit folk have got. Well, whoa, 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 Slow your wheels before we get into non-existent well, No, because races. rabbit folk don't slow down. They got hair trigger. Add your proficiency bonus to your initiative rolls. Bam. <laughs> that's nice, but we don't know if that's what it actually turns is going to turn out to be. In terms of other races with interesting things, hobgoblins. We've talked about all of our little goblinoid favorite goblinoids in the past. Yeah, we have. You know, the, their saving face and martial training can make any sort of wizard or artificer build really interesting um yeah probably not as good as the uh extra reach the the, Ooh, the bug a bears robe can. with a whip proficiency like for free <sighs> that's why i love hobgoblin that that freedom if you don't typically get martial weapons to get a couple of them it's really nice um and it's like two as well which is quite generous um one of the better of those like get two free proficiencies because weapon proficiencies are hard to come by like that's rare you know besides getting it out the gate from your class absolutely um goblins are okay i think they're a little bad because a lot of people play them as rogues and they get nimble escape which is essentially what rogues get for free anyways so it kind of stacks plus fear of the small it's okay but it's like a, it's like a once per day thing eh, i don't know if that's all I have per day, I don't really feel like a goblin. I feel like there should be something more tricksy or like goblin-y in there, you know? I don't know how to describe it, but it feels like it's, again, it's like, did you forget to add something there? You know? Fearbolgs. We love Fearbolgs. Well, again, I, I wouldn't say there's anything in there that is particularly super duper um, that makes them like they got you know powerful build and ability to talk to plants uh, which you know, they got way more than that kind of fun but boom they're super tall they live a long time but of course we don't care about those things boom bonus action free invisibility um for like a turn That's yeah i'll nice. uh, tell you right now that is is it's hey look i used it with my my rogue uh scout character a ton um especially in conjunction with if you take a cup two level dip in fighter and get action surge yeah hidden step can become an interesting tool to get your rogue your glass cannon into position on the opposite side of combat or whatever where they can set up a sniping position and do some real serious damage yeah it, it's tactically quite useful but in yeah. gameplay, six seconds of invisibility is man. Look, it's got to be very, well, very, very nice. Cleverly used. Disadvantage on opportunity attacks if you want to run away. I mean, free advantage for that free sneak attack once yeah, per round. But it's, it's not flight. It's pretty good. I mean, you get not only this, but you get disguise self, detect magic, like a supercharged disguise self, nonetheless. You well, get. You actually do it get is. free animal friendship all the time because animal friendship gives you advantage, and you literally have advantage all oh, the time. Yeah, that's true. Which is and kind of ridiculous. Plants, which is also hilarious. You can convince plants to do things like yeah. I, I've used that to turn uh, half cover into three quarter cover <laughs> in the woods. That's funny. Again, DMs discretion, but not only that. Well, we, we, three we talked about it. I, we talked. I discussed it with the DM in advance. What? How much can you persuade plants and things to move? And if you, uh, he, he says the DC. If my persuasion exceeds that, plants move. Uh, why not? True. I mean, honestly, the Fairbolg is pretty stacked in terms of what they get. I think it's very generous. Yeah, and if you want to play a semi giant, it's kind of fun. They're great. I mean, just in general, like sort of like gentle giants, they're 
perfect for that sort of thing. Right. But what about what about something a little bit more out of this world? Okay. What about Gith? Gith, right? The Gith. Gith, uh, I mean, it really again Psionics. it depends on that subclass, right? Mage hands, shield, detect thoughts. Well, it's spell. Come on, that right? stuff's like. Bad. Bah, bah, bah. But, I mean, you're sort of forced into the. The. Yeah, I mean they've psionic got psionic route. You know? Yeah, they've got two psionic sort of things. They're one all that's, about that stuff. That's the other one is you, they both get mage hand, which mm. essentially allows you to simulate psionically like moving things around it's an invisible mage hand honestly the the free Um, proficiency with all light and medium armor and short long great swords is pretty ridiculous Mm. in terms of what that gives you it's really good plus the three free spells i mean they do use intelligence but they don't require components which is nice i mean ultimately the thing that's most i like most is probably those those armor and weapon proficiencies those look very nice to me in terms of what those options entail. I mean, in yeah. terms of Githzerai, um, the advantage against Charmed and Frightened, there's other stuff that gives that from class. Well, especially if you want to throw a, a, if you want to be a, a Kensai monk, lower levels, sure. um, you can use, you know, you can make any uh, any weapon you're proficient, proficient with into Kensai uh, weapon, which in this case, as- Is really good as a Githyanki. As a Githyanki, you can, great swords, what? Well, <laughs> they can't be heavy, I believe. Which is the limitation? So is there not a limit swords. on that? Yeah, you uh, can do long swords though. Yeah, which I mean, another way to get this is by playing uh, an elf. They often get yeah, long swords or on. going Kensei where you can pick it up. Through well, those, Kensei or, picks you know? it up later. Or but dwarf. I'm just saying, at first, I think at first or, level or lower level, it's boom, another example of yeah. hobgoblin excellency. Yeah, but yeah, you're right. It's it's not bad at all. But again, Gith are weird looking things that probably aren't going to fit into a little weird. Uh, kind of cool though. I mean, I could see a thing. They're not terrible feature wise. Other features I love, I mean, this one just gets one that's really nice, which is long-limbed, which is just such a simple thing. Yeah, that's so fun. Bugbear, nobody else gets that reach. That's, yeah. that's wonderful. That's pretty special. Otherwise, they're kind of like the rest. But, you know, I guess, you know, to sort of bring this this sort of argument back before we, like, we're just sort of getting excited about all of our different Options, things that are yeah. out there. But this is just, I guess, my point that I, my hot take on this is that as much as when I sit down and I have built a lot of variant humans because with being able to choose a very particular feat, I can build, you know, an interesting concept class often mm. out of the gate. Especially if we are starting at lower levels, those feats give you an interesting little trick you can play. You know? um, it's like having a million some, different exactly yeah. and, and putting the, and putting some ability score bumps just where I want them. Uh, and I know that ability score bump movement now is available to sort of everybody, which is also great. But after a lot of building a lot of variant humans, I really do think that I'm in a place right now where I'm thinking, you know, I want to step back and have a little bit more of a look at, at what makes all of these different races quite special. And, and I guess maybe, you know, all jokes aside, you know, putting things like, like dark vision aren't all that special, right? Or powerful build things that are repeated again and again, but there are ones that show up like the, and we've talked about him a lot. Bugbears, uh, long limbed is hilarious. Cause it's, it's very unique. And it's as so you mentioned, lizard folks got some very unique things. And, um, you know, there's, there is again and again, these, these little cases of 
uniqueness that I don't think it played a lot. And I think that, again, talking to your DM and talking to the right setting, there might even be a way to, like I said, if you're playing in Ravenloft where things are very human, humanize one of these races a bit more so that they were, you know, a little bit, looked a little different and might, you know, in certain situations scare people or, you know, have animosity, you know, f feel animosity towards them, but, but could still fit into the setting without being so, so weird. Um, so yeah, I think, I guess, I guess what I'm looking at right now is where, where are the, where are the hidden gems within the D and D races? And I think we've mentioned a lot of them today. Uh, and I think that's really, really my message to everybody out there today is, is go look for those hidden gems. Yeah. That could be the very start of your build, you know, it's just seeing yeah. that like, I mean, the, and I'm even the looking healing through hands here. of, of uh, Asimars is Sure. And I, there's ones I don't even know, like, like the things like, I'm looking through some here and I'm like, Mind Link? What? That's Kalash Tar. I know, like, I don't know what that is. I've never played Mind Link before. Um, yeah, All the Genasi stuff? It's fun. They get such a special dark vision fire genasi. They can, instead of seeing everything in black, they see everything in shades of red while in darkness. Isn't that great? You know? It's fun. It really is. There's a lot of fun options out there if you look out. I mean, it's like some of the stuff like Unending Breath from Air Genasi or, you know, the, the, I mean, some of those are like the Call to the Wave from Water Genasi. Honestly, don't play Water Genasi. Just play Triton. They're just so much better. And you can, like, they're pretty much the same thing ultimately in, in most worlds. You can make them look like each other. But, you know, it's just... There's so much potential out there, especially with Tasha's freeing up all the different things. But sometimes you don't even need to look that far to find some interesting features. Like make stone cutting a big thing. Make, you know, a subclass feature from, you know, your gnome subrace, or sorry, not subclass, uh, subrace, you know. Take a look at, a closer look at halfling nimbleness, you know. What is that, what could that be used for, you know? I mean, luck is, is great. You know, the relentless endurance or the, the savage attacks. I mean, those are hugely influential to how a character can be played and utilized especially some of the more consistent ones i think are are very fun i think that's why people love tiefling so much not only because the edgy factor but just because how much it offers you know in terms of you know spell casting or different features and with you know also with volos those big dump of oh no was it volos or um was it, it was volos right guide no i'm thinking of um morden canons morden canons it's from morden canons um, but there's so much stuff there with, like, well, I'm not a big fan of the, you know, the Hellish Rebuke, Darkness, Thaumaturgy combo. Boom. How do you feel about playing more of a Dispater where you get dis Disguise Self and sure. Detect Thoughts? Or, well, and Mordekainen's got yeah. this, this lovely write-up on Eldrin, uh in it and Sea Elves. Oh, and, yeah. And, uh, I mean, Shadow Kai, if you really want to be a little super gothy. Um, there is, there's some, there are some neat things floating around out here that um i think again by backing up and instead of just looking at the race and saying oh i have preconceived ideas of what this race is and should be again digging through looking at those particular features and thinking oh i've a i have an idea on how i would like to play that or i could you know build out an idea around that as sort of being a an unusual 
way to do that. And I think, you know, those are the unique th features that we like to see when we're building. Yeah. All right, folks. Thanks for joining us. We've got to run off and catch a movie pretty soon. Shh. Don't tell them what we're doing. But it's, it's exciting. You know, we're looking forward to it. There's stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. Going back to movie theaters. That's a and new idea. And speaking of soon, also keep your eyes peeled for Wild Beyond the Witch Light, which yeah. comes out one to two weeks. I think next week's episode will be the last one before it drops as we're recording this. And yeah, and we will be doing a big update on that when it does come out. Yeah, talking a little bit down. about Faye. And I mean, yeah, we are, so we're going to do a, we're hoping, yeah, we're going to do lots of cool face stuff coming soon. So stay tuned, folks. All right. Thanks for joining us. See you later. Bye. Bye-bye.